Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hey. We both just finished up Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Yep. Which is a damn good video game. I think it's a pretty good standard Ratchet game. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I think that's a good place to start because yeah. I am not huge on the Ratchet franchise. Like, I've played, sure, played four or five of them four that's, maybe four of that's them that's enough that's, that's, i mean <laughs> i probably i probably played half i probably played half sure at most half versus yeah. you who i know is this is like one of the one of one of the tops for you yeah i mean i've played like nine of them i guess um it's definitely it's definitely a really good ratchet game i think that um one of the things i've always felt with ratchet games like you just always they always feel like they're just about to be something really better then like that like it needs to like burst out of the formula. Like I was waiting for this like oh let's burst out of the ratchet formula sort of thing. And I I think that the changes they made to this game, um, were cool. And I think they they kind of they I like the thing I really I think the big thing that I think actually the biggest thing they did was integrate cinematics with gameplay, yeah. um, which is pretty standard for Sony games I guess nowadays. Um, I think that was really really cool. And I understand like the level switching is cool, but just the standard level design just felt very ratchet and clank to me. Um, I can see that. To the point where it felt like a, it was a really pretty game. It played really, really well. Mm-hmm. It was really, you know, it had really cool characters. Um, a, a big step up from Russian 2016, thankfully. Oh um, yeah. But um, but at the end, I, at the end of it, I was like, I felt like I still kind of felt like the same. I'd gotten a, a lot playing a lot of Ratchet games. But again, I've played nine Ratchet games. So if you've only played like, not saying you, but I'm saying if there's somebody <laughs> who's new to this franchise, this is like your second Ratchet game ever. I was like, I'll bet this is probably the best one. Like easily, easily probably one of the best ones. And like, you know, I, it was a great game. I just felt a little bit of deja vu as I was playing it. And I can see that because it does, it does definitely follow the same like planet to planet hopping. And okay, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're doing some different things with like the different dimensions and things there, but it doesn't feel like this huge leap up from some of the time stuff they did in Crack in Time. Because I think they yeah, did a lot sure. of similar a, a lot of similar concepts there, where instead of jumping dimensions on the same planet, you're jumping time periods. So again, I could, oh, I, fair, could yeah. I could definitely see there being some similarities there, but I just think the game was so fun to play. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, just everything was fine tuned perfectly. Um, this was my first kind of real like shooter game with the dual sense. So just the way those oh, triggers sure. worked and everything. Like yeah. I haven't played Returnal, I haven't played all the ones the ones that are really implementing that well. It felt incredible. Um mm-hmm. and again, just it it was a fantastic, well built platformer, looked incredible, just mm-hmm. it kind of checked all those boxes for me where it's like, okay, yes, for Ratchet and Clank it's done some of these things before, but this does all of them near to perfection. Yeah, I feel like I feel like especially with the control, I thought the control of the game. I just remember like when I first started playing, I was like, "This feels so smooth." Yeah, like I was just I was like shocked how smooth it felt. Like I, it's not that Ratchet games haven't felt smooth in the past, but there's just something about the precision I felt like it felt almost as good as like a Titanfall game or something like that. There's just something mm-hmm. that was so tight about how the controls felt. I was like, "Oh damn, this is like really really good." And I like the dual sense stuff is really cool. Um, I think they did some really, really clever stuff with the guns. Because when they described it, they said it's like, okay, you press the trigger, you lightly press it to get the primary fire, and you hold it to get the secondary fire. But that's not really the case. It depends no, on what type of weapon you have. The thing that they did that was really smart is you hold it down halfway for some weapons to aim them better, yeah. and then you pull down the trigger to fire. And that felt 
so much but that felt so good compared to like even just the secondary fire stuff i thought was pretty cool but that holding down to aim felt really nice i like that it, a lot it's like taking the l2 and the r2 and pushing them both onto r2 so it's yes. one motion versus having to click down l2 then click down r2 it's just oh halfway there it is boom and it just kind of makes it all one nice fluid motion um the bomb glove i don't remember the name of it uh felt yeah. really really good with that yeah it was it's funny i did you i found myself not using the l2 button a lot because of that I don't, I honestly think I like clicked it once, like halfway through. I was like, what does this do? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay it needs a little not... better, but yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Don't but need to but use I mean, that. it's, it's definitely nothing like this is, this is a fairly easy game. So it's not like there was ever like stressed out going like, oh man, I got to get more precise. It's a fairly easy game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get too much into specific scenes just because I do think this has some cool ones and I don't want to get into spoilers too much here, but um, I'm going to spoil the tutorial. The tutorial sure. in this game is amazing. <laughs> there, I we yeah. could do a twenty-minute podcast, I think, on this tutorial because everything it does mm-hmm. is so perfect, and I almost felt like it peaked at the tutorial. It does. I was, gonna, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it because I felt a little negative. It's the 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 tutorial is the best part of the game. It's it's like it hits the God of War three problem where the God of War three opening is yes. amazing, and it. I think the thing too with the opening of Ratchet, we'll definitely talk a little, like definitely talk a little bit more. It sets up expectations for the game that I don't think the game meets. Um, no. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. is fair. Um, but you could, let's talk. Let's talk about the tutorial because I think it's really cool. I think the idea so, of it's really neat. So the general theory or general theory, general concept is this is a celebration of Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Right. So it's this big parade that's going through like this incredibly full stands and like. There's all kinds of stuff. You look around, there's ships flying. There's, like, different levels of people in the stands. Like, it looks beautiful. There's confetti flying all over. Like, yeah. it's 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 the one of the best graphical showpieces I think I've seen on PlayStation 5 up to now. Um, so that in and of itself is cool. Yeah. But then, like, it starts telling you the story of Ratchet & Clank. Yeah. So, like, you get to the first float, and it's, like, telling you, like, oh, here's how Ratchet and Clank got together, and here's this first month. And it starts telling you through the story as you're going through this, which, again, for a game that I think had a lot of weird stuff where it's going, like, hey, we're we're going back, like, nine years to the PlayStation yeah. 3 to pick up a story is such a cool way to get people kind of up to speed on the, the basics. Obviously, they don't get everything, but you get a lot of the basic gist of what happened in the Ratchet and Clank games up to that point. Yeah, and the, th- the thing is really, I think the fun, the thing that was like really fun is like as a as a previous Ratchet and Clank player is like the idea is that they're going through the floats and like you said they start their adventure, and then the the parade kind of crashes at like so the first the first parade float you jump on is like the first game, and then the 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 parade gets invaded and you can see this like hints of the second game on the next platform mm-hmm. that you never get to, but that's yep. like that was a Gadgetron thing. It was like really cool seeing that. And there's a scene like from Crack in Time, but they don't mm-hmm. really mention it. It's kind of I thought they did some really really clever stuff where a lot of the references they ha- direct references they have are not to the games like from Crack in Time and that, but to the 2016 remake, like to the mm-hmm. first game, because a lot of people are gonna be more familiar with that. Yeah, which I thought was really smart. Like the, a lot of more like explicit ones. And the stuff they pulled from the previous game. So, like, the only thing you need to know is that he's looking for Lombaxes, and there's this thing called a Dimensionator, and yeah. that's all you got to worry about. And everything, anything else is just kind of, like, doesn't matter, because yes. it's already established that Dr. Nefarious is a bad guy in the 2016 one, so they yeah. are, people know who he is. Um, I just thought it was, like, really, really smart how they played it, because there was just a lot of stuff they could have gone into that they just didn't. They didn't, and they didn't yeah. have to, and it felt, it felt just fine, at, even, even so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Just that whole that whole scene is so so well done. Yeah. Um, 
and again i I do think it's fair to say that it peaks there like it is one of the top moments in the game it is what my mind will always go back to when i think of this game is that moment on that parade and just how that felt how it looked everything about it yeah it's they wrapped in a lot of cool and it was like a huge uncharted cutscene in a ratchet game yes yeah and it, and it just felt like it's like it when that from that opening you feel like oh this is going to be a new ratchet game something totally yep. different something you haven't seen before and then the rest of the game just feels like a, a standard and again it's a standard ratchet game is a good game this is yes. probably the best of a standard ratchet game but it just it did to me it just never left the never after that parade it just never graphically or anything really just really lived up to that there seems like a close but nothing mm-hmm. really tops it yeah yeah um, I do think the one new thing they pushed here is rivet and she's on the box and Rivet (laughs) is incredible and i one of the things that i thought initially when it happened because i do think in the series there's a lot of again from the ones i played a lot of splitting up of ratchet and clank Mm -hmm. and so when they initially did that (laughs) i didn't think about that until yeah there's a lot where it's like ratchet does his thing clank does his thing and then oh we came together at the end um so initially i was like we're splitting them up this is this is dumb like at some point just keep them together but what I thought was really neat is that you put Clank with Rivet and you put Ratchet with Kit. And yeah. it's this really cool way to introduce these characters if you're new to Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Because you're learning about Clank through Rivet. You're learning about Ratchet through Kit. And you're kind of getting this new picture of these characters through other characters' eyes without it going, Ratchet is a Lombax. Ratchet. Well, that's a good point. One. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, from a new person coming in perspective, I think that's handled so well just because of the way that they mix them up. Because those new characters have to learn, like they're getting the exposition exactly. from the characters. Oh, that's really smart. I didn't think about that. There's a lot of very smart things in this. I felt yes. like I was like like a lot of very smart story stuff, a lot of very smart gameplay stuff that I thought they were doing of like explain to the player without explain to the player uh, but it's like pointing out things like in the dialogue of like what's important to look at and that's mm-hmm. a, that's actually a really good point something i hadn't thought of um a little bit on rivet um rivet is like the best character the franchise has had before yep like easily yep to the point where it's like i think by the end of the game you're more interested in a rivet and uh kit game i don't want to talk too much about kit because i think kit's like there's too much spoiler stuff associated with, yes, with kit for sure. um but a Clank's counterpart. Um, I'm more excited for a Rivet game than I would be for a Ratchet game. Um, yes. And I, I don't know that's a problem or not. <laughs> I, don't I, don't, I don't think it's a problem. I think it's almost yeah. like, and I can't think of another series that's really switched protagonist and had it work well. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but um, I think making Rivet a more interesting character, I think Rivet fits more of the 2021 model of like a character where like they have depth, they have feelings. Like there's some heavy stuff that goes on with her and frankly all the characters in here. And I think that fits more of what we want a character to be now. When Ratchet started, it was when like mm-hmm. we had Mario and Sonic. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? It's like our our platform characters had a lot of narrative depth to them. So like you're only kind of working with that picture still of ratchet and obviously you had the redo in 2016 but it's still just kind of ratchet you never really it's ratchet like you didn't yeah mario hasn't grown mario hasn't grown as a character since like 1980 whatever it's just mario and i think this that rivet kind of almost points that out that like ratchet is just kind of this like i'm gonna go get the lombaxes let's go clank and that's like his personality yeah yeah, and he's like he's a he's there. There's definitely stuff in Crack in Time where he get they dive a little bit more, but he he doesn't really have that depth of a character 
um, that Rivet does. Actually, this game reminded me a lot of, I'm going to say this positively because I really do love this game. It reminded me a lot of Jack 2, um, which um, when Jack and Daxter moved to Jack 2, they decided like, hey, we're actually going to put like a ton of story in this. Like it's going to be really character focused. A lot of people mm-hmm. didn't like it because it didn't work for different ways. But I just felt like there were certain scenes in this that I, I felt like they took the lore of Ratchet more seriously than they had yes. before. And I really, really like that because like I, not, not that I take the lore of Ratchet super seriously, but it's just, it's nice to see them. Not everything is a joke. Yeah. Um, this time, you know, not, not everything is like there are serious moments. And I think that lets those characters, like you said, have a lot more um, serious and interesting relationships that there's more depth um, that d- does a lot more depth to the characters as a result. Um, the yeah. one thing I do want to, yeah, the one thing I do want to ask though, is because this is a multiverse story, which I'm kind of like, I was like, Bleh. yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. um, I think, I think I kept going back and forth on the multiverse, um, the multiverse pairings. So the, the concept that I thought was, that was really cool with, with rivets universe is that, Rivet's universe is a universe in which Dr. Nefarious always won. And there's a few ways you could play that. You could play that, well, Rivet wasn't as good a hero as Ratchet. And it's like, no, no, no. This universe had just had a much more competent villain, which Mm -hmm. I just thought was so cool and such a fun way to play it. It's like, and like Ratchet and Clank, like they basically got lucky in their universe with this Dr. Nefarious. Um, There's plenty of other universes with way harder villains <laughs> yeah out there um and i i think they i think that was really really cool and i i did enjoy that aspect of the multiverse story that it wasn't it wasn't rivet is is arguably better than ratchet or they're they're, they're the same but yeah. R- ratchet would have also failed in this universe it wasn't just like because of rivet which i really did i like that play and they and they do a good job with the two nefariouses interacting um as well yeah. as uh, minor spoilers but they interact um and I think they do a good job of kind of pointing out in their interactions, like Ratchet's Doctor Nefarious is just kind of goofy. It's like yeah. you're, the, you're yeah. that goofy, like <laughs> I'm gonna get him villain. Where it's like, you know, I got serious shit going on over here. Get the hell out of my way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it was an it was an imposing villain in like a Ratchet yeah. game, and I just and it was it was just cool. It just it just felt like that whole Rivet world is taking itself a bit more seriously. Um, Mm -hmm. not as seriously as Jack too, which is good, but just serious (laughs) enough, (laughs) um, that I think it had some interesting stuff. I think I was a little bit mixed back on, on some of the the counterparts. I think they didn't do some of them. They didn't dive too deep. Like rivet was such a strong character that it was very easy seeing other new characters that just weren't as strong. I think that just kind of is what it is. And, And I think that's one of those things too, where you really want to focus in on what's happening with rivet and even kit that like these other characters just become like, Oh yeah, they're here too. Yeah, here's your mission. And, they just yeah. Yep. Here's 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 Quark, but he's not he's he's not him. Got it. He's red. Uh, yeah, yeah, it it just it felt it felt strange. I I think this is actually one of the things I think I kind of felt like throughout the game is like some scenes and some characters were done so well that as soon as it faltered from looking super good or being really good characters, you felt it a lot more. It it definitely suffers from being so good. It, it's it's one of those things where it's like 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 10 ooh, 7 out of 10 that's ugh, what are we doing like that's why isn't that as good as the rest is i yeah. think is i think kind of the feeling you get there and you're getting at i don't think i noticed that quite as hard because it's just like oh this is just throwaway character whatever tell me more about rivet how does this affect rivet how does this affect ratchet how does this affect <laughs> what happen and it's like yeah. oh yeah okay and again i think that comes from like not having the knowledge of the series that you do because like some of these sure. characters like oh that's another i 
didn't even really realize that was a character from like normal ratchet so i think some of them just feel like that um almost side quest character from like an rpg where it's like my job in this universe is to tell you to go here so i don't need a lot of narrative depth for my character who's telling me to go pick up the purple gems yeah no that's yeah i think that's that's totally fair i just think i was excited to see some of the counterparts i think especially captain quark's counterpart they just he just doesn't get a lot of screen time and you don't really no. get a good sense for him like at all. Like of, of all of them, that was the weirdest one. I thought like no, no sense I, of who the, the, the counterpart is. I definitely yeah. had the same feeling too. Cause I expected something from him. Whereas like the pirate dude and like the couple other ones that I'm familiar with, it's like, okay, like these aren't big characters anyway, but like he is arguably as important as Ratchet and Clank is in this universe. And with the way that yeah. he, the other games happen with him. So just kind of making him almost like a throwaway, like you get your one little mission and then we're just going to kind of ignore you felt Felt a little weird, but again, I think that comes from focusing so much in on let's reintroduce Ratchet, let's reintroduce Clank, let's really get you to know Rivet and Kit. Yeah, and let's set, and it seems like it may be set up for the future kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I I don't know. All things considered, I think this is this is a fantastic game. I think there's just it does have a couple moments where you're like, we could have done a step up with that, but overall, like this this game is just incredible. Yeah. All right, we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. Bye.